Good morning, Krusty Crew. Hey, Patrick! You all ready for the big night out tonight? Yeah, it's gonna rock! Are you ready to go crazy? I'm already hearing voices! Are you ready to... SpongeBob, Patrick, don't you mind? Let's continue this conversation in private, Patrick. I think some people are eavesdropping. Well, how rude of some people. Hi. Um <laughs> I just I hate that bit you just did. I know it wasn't good. <laughs> I, I I started it and I was like, "You know what? I think I think this will work." I think that's the theme of every opening of this podcast. Yeah. Brandon starts a bit and hopes it'll work. That 100%. I <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's the theme of my two life. 2 out of 10 times. <laughs> so, out of our 18 shows, I've gotten it 20% of the time it works every time. Yep. Um, hi, welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the uh, podcast about your problematic faves. I'm your host, Brandon Beck. I'm your other host, Beth Scorsato. <laughs> and we're here today to talk about eavesdropping with um, actress, improviser, uh, Lydia Hensler. Hello! How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. You guys are getting married! Yeah, we're um, we're excited about it. Um, this is going to get way after that, but yes. <laughs> okay. You guys are married. <laughs> Do you feel different? It's one of those things where we're like, guys, we're recording so many of these and don't pay attention to how yeah, time right. works. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> don't the, pay attention to how time works because we're going to have like a backlog. Right. Yeah. The next like two months of shows are happening in the span of like a week for us. Yes. Yeah. Wow. We're like, don't. Don't pay attention to yeah. time. All right, cool. No, um, time is a construct. Time and space are not <laughs> like relevant. Time is a human construct and nothing matters. Nope. Um, so how are you? <laughs> well, I was just told nothing matters. Uh, I'm a Welcome little freaked out. Welcome to the Nihilism out. Podcast. Um, I am good. I Yeah, I'm like, you know, living that life in Trump's America and just like doing my thing. <laughs> yeah, as 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 best we can. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, I came on today to talk about something I love, which is eavesdropping. <laughs> this is such a cool idea. Like I when I when I told her this what, what we were doing, she was like, Yes, that's amazing. I love it. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of like things that I loved or like are into. And I'm thinking of like oh like shows or it was like travel, but like Everybody loves to travel. Everybody sure. loves their dog. Like, I was like, oh, I do love eavesdropping. That's something I feel like people, like the other day I was walking with somebody and they were, I don't know how we got on the topic. We were getting on the topic of drugs and he was like, oh, I've never done all. He's like, I, I never did cocaine though. And I was like, oh, you gotta do it. It's great. <laughs> uh, and I was like, it's so great. Like I had nothing bad to say about it except that like I'd almost died once. But like, sure. uh, other than that, I thought it was like a fabulous drug. And so then I was trying to think along those lines <laughs> without advocating for <laughs> cocaine. What, uh, <laughs> what's like a thing you don't usually Pro- uh, you sure. aren't a proponent of that is like but just it's great it's just like delicious <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i was um i was back in town back in july uh to do some like on the ground wedding stuff but really to go see fish five times <laughs> and one night i was i was walking past the garden and i was i was on like eighth i think and i was walking past a panda express and this entire square block had just been taken over by people selling balloons of nitrous oxide <laughs> and as i as I, I walked past the panda express there was this guy and this woman who were clearly on a date yeah and i just i hear the woman go yep yep that's nitrous and the guy goes who with this like super thick british accent what's that and then they, they just kept on walking, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're about to learn a lot. You're <laughs> gonna go do nitrous. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great." I, I remember being a teenager. I was a, and I was at like a party that was like I was way out of my uh, sure. Like I shouldn't have been there, and uh, 
out of my element and I was at this party I don't even know who what how we got there and there's this guy coming up with a giant nitrous oxide tank I was like we have to get out of here like I don't even understand what this is and what's happening it was so scary I was like I just wanted to drink a wine cooler and like this is terrifying yeah any any drug you have to do out of a balloon doesn't seem it's a little not cool like it's just like if drugs are supposed to be something you're doing like that's cool it's like really not cool to have to like huff a balloon yeah like like if I had to smoke weed out of a balloon or like off a spoon I'd just be like a little, no, no thanks yeah it's a little yeah I that's that's why I was such a I mean I don't do any drugs or drink or anything now but that's sure. why I was such a fan of cocaine I was like it's great like you get so much done I was like yeah. really selling it I was like you're you but with no problems I was like I mean it is perfect amazing like a timeshare presentation for cocaine I know it was like an infomercial for cocaine and anyway and I was like I don't want to go on this podcast and talk about cocaine sure. so what do I talk about <laughs> eavesdropping <laughs> I mean I feel like a cocaine episode would be interesting to a point yeah I mean you don't want to say like hey go do that also because you don't know what you're getting yeah. either it's like you could also be just like throwing Ajax up your nose oh, yeah. and it not work out for you the first the first time I told my mom that I like had a weed card mm-hmm. she was like well how, how do you get it like I just yeah, like you go to the store. Yeah, to Why the are s- you whispering? Yeah, it's like I go I go to the store. Well, how do you know it's not laced with something? Well, the cute Filipino girls tell me it's not. Well, like, and that's like why that's the whole point to legalize it, right? Yeah. Is like that way I know what I am getting yeah. and it's all like yep. above board. But I, you know. That I, and so that people aren't in jail for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, we sent her to rehab three times so she doesn't get to be judgy about, oh, about well, me smoking weed yeah. every so often. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I'm the opposite. I'm like, do it. Do that cocaine. I can't do it anymore. You do it. <laughs> Perfect. Please, please do cocaine <laughs> tell me everything so i don't know i mean we already talked about it because we're recording a million episodes in one week we yeah. read this but we always give our uh our guests a chance to tell us uh something that we're not talking about that you're into this week oh that i'm into this week yeah okay, okay. what am i into and we, we can week? we can do ours first if, if you that need, would be if you great need a second. yeah give me a second are you gonna do the one you didn't use yesterday i, I <laughs> am i am i i just recently finished rewatching clone high which is one of the best cartoons that's ever been made. I'm pretty sure full stop. Um, it came out in like 2002 or three. Um, it was created by Bill Lawrence and Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who were like the Lego movie guys. Um, and the premise is the government had cloned a bunch of historical figures and now they're in high school and just having like, you know, normal high school angst while also simultaneously being like Abe Lincoln and Joan of Arc and JFK. And it's just, it's so weird and funny. And you can hear the voice of it in so many shows that have come out since then. And like, even like the Lego movie and like the other Lord and Miller stuff. Um, And you can get the whole thing on iTunes, I think for $12. It's 13 episodes. It ends on a cliffhanger. And I want nothing more than it to come back someday. All right. Mine, this is kind of a weird one. (laughs) Tells is it, a lot it weirder than cocaine? <laughs> tells, a lot of, tells a lot about me. So I recently discovered this. There's a Facebook page just called Animated Text. Um, right. It's, oh my God, it's always it. like these like super, super weird or like just slightly off or like a little bit nihilistic like phrases, animated text, but on like neon like lisa frank-esque backgrounds with like shitty stock photos all over them and they're all like they're just so weird and perfect and a lot of them are user submitted and they i've i've found i've probably sent one of them to about like 30 people i know this week like i'll just go through and be like this is so weird like what was that what was the luigi one oh every every day we stray further from luigi's light but i think that's like a larger meme that I just don't get because uh, I okay. found that two different places this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's might, like it referencing something. That one I think is a larger meme that I don't understand, but um, there are plenty of other ones. Like, uh, like they're just like dumb, <laughs> dumb things. Like, uh, if you don't, if you can't handle me at my worst, uh, or like if you can't handle me at my worst, then you can't handle me. That's it. This is all there is. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> And they're just like that with like a like a stock photo like zooming in and out of like a woman on her phone like it's just like really weird I don't know it's super bizarre and I'm very into it I feel like then you would love the thing that I think I'm gonna say because while you were talking before I was like oh 
maybe I'll just do New York City because I was like in LA. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Yeah, I because being in LA for so long, I fell so in love with LA, and I uh, and oh my god, you, the ocean, you guys! My yeah, god, yeah, right, it's right there. Oh my god, I loved it. Um, I fell so in love with LA, and I was kind of dreading coming back because mm-hmm. I like needed such a break. So I, but um. But then I got back and I was like, New York! And I was yeah. like, so happy. It's autumn in New York. There's nothing better. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but, uh, but like a cool like thing to get like hyper obsessed about that's really fun is um, uh, this, uh, my friend Tim had somebody posted this on his wall and then I clicked on it and then I just read all of them and it was dogs dressed up like people. And I, I read this whole album. I read the there's, whole album. There's 50 of them. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't stop. Like they were at amazing. 10, I was like, how many are there? And there were 50, but I could not stop because they were I think so I actually yeah. talked about this specific. yesterday too. The imagery, I, did you? The imagery, it was posted on Imager and I was like, there's it this Imager album of perfect. dogs dressed like people and they're things like, uh, like the mom of five that doesn't like rap. It's I, oh amazing. It's really, it, you're like, oh, that is Carl, my pharmacist. Yeah. And yep. he like uh, eats, loves TV dinners They're or something. Yeah. Like it is so funny and oh, just yeah. perfect. Like they put little wigs on dogs and yep. like outfits and everything. It's yep. so funny. Oh, it's so, it's, Someone I feel Someone posted that on like a friend of mine's wall too and I read all of them. It's such a rabbit hole though. Like I had to shut it down because I read all of them and then the comments, people were posting, posting more, more and oh, it was wow. like getting into the hundreds. I was like, I gotta, I gotta shut this down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I got to eject. But it was so nice. Also, I mean, I know there's no such thing as time or space, but yesterday was 9-11. <laughs> and it was just like really nice to like yeah. look at a bunch of dogs dressed up because it was such a heavy day. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Ooh, that was good. It was really, I like needed some sort of like bright light. Yeah. 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 I'd, for, I'd forgotten how weird it is to be here on September 11th because we hadn't in a few years. I think truly it was much stranger this year because uh, I think... I mean, I was talking about the, it's not to be a downer, but I think just having Trump as our president, it was like, we all were united during that time or had some sort of, even if it was fake, like this idea of like, we're fighting for our country. And now like, I don't even know what, I don't recognize this country. So it felt very weird. I also saw a bunch of posts pop up of things that he had done on previous 9-11s, such as on 9-11 when he talked about how Trump Tower was now the tallest building in New York. Yeah, I mean, he's just Or like two years ago or like three years ago when he was like happy uh, or like, uh, 9-11 even to the haters and losers like, yeah like, what does that I mean, mean he's insane yeah it's and it just feels like I said that and this is maybe like I shouldn't maybe say this but like uh <laughs> like if terrorists were like death to America and I'm like well kind of right yeah. like we have what is this this is yeah. not America yeah. I do don't know do? what this is like death to America it's like oh you don't need to fly planes into buildings anymore we're doing it to ourselves yeah and it, so w- there was like a toxic sort of twinge on the yeah. day that's already sad yeah. that made it like I was saying to a friend I was like I can't find my footing around it like I can't yeah. like tease yeah. out I can't find the words to like tease out what the feelings are that are happening yeah we're usually it's like I'm numb or I'm sad or uh like right after I was scared you sure. know uh but yesterday was just like confusing yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've never been confused on 9-11 yeah yeah so it was very weird it was so a weird day Brandon did show me a pretty funny I think it was on the onion maybe article this morning about how every time Rudy Giuliani tells the story of 9-11 there's more towers than more planes oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) right remember America's mayor and then he went Uh, right back to being the garbage person he was before (laughs) I'd forgotten about him until like last summer when he was suddenly back on the scene in a big way oh my god I know I forgot he was like a a person oh yeah and like when he was sort of you know having his big you know America's mayor thing. I was so young. I was like, okay, Rudy Giuliani. All right, sure. Yeah. And now that I'm adult, it's like, oh no, he's an awful human being. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I was a baby. You know, I was yeah. like 18 yeah. or so, 17. Yeah. I, I was just like, okay, I'll get behind a leader. I think sure. that's the other thing too. We On 9-11, there's always been a leader to say something yeah. mm-hmm. profound or unifying or just nice. Yeah. And we don't have like that figurehead doesn't have any like Trump anything has, useful to say yeah, he has like no ethics no compassion yeah. like he doesn't have anything of value yeah. to say so there's nobody to like you just don't feel safe yeah, you know? yeah. thanks for the congratulations Weird. on 9-11 yeah, yeah right? you weirdo 
Well, uh, now that we've uh, been super bummed, hours, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if someone had eavesdropped on us, yeah, they would have been <laughs> bummed out. Yeah, but they would have had the takeaway that there's fun dogs dressed up <laughs> yep. like people, on the and internet. that that can be a sort of uh, salve at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you can't do cocaine, what are you gonna do yeah. on a on yeah. a sad night? <laughs> so, <laughs> as we all know, cocaine's great for depression. <laughs> Keeps you real up. So for for you, especially since you picked this topic, yeah. is, I mean, God, especially in a city like New York or in L.A. where yeah. you just fucking have everybody around you being weirdos all the time. Yeah. And also, you know, working as a comedian and a writer and stuff like is that a source of inspiration sometimes? It's funny. I don't know how much I've actually used uh, ever for comedy stuff, like mm-hmm. creative stuff. I usually just tweet when I overhear awful I also people. Do that. Yep. I just try and live tweet their conversations as fast as I can. I also, I did, I liked, did a speed date. I live tweeted a speed dating thing once too, oh, which wow. is like a similar vibe, but, um, that you were just witnessing or that you that were I doing? was in. Okay. I would write you, they oh, speed dating is weird. They like give you yeah. notes on people. Like they give you a note card so you can take notes on people. Uh, and so I would just write what they said and then <laughs> tweet awesome. it out. Um, because they were, it was crazy. It was a lot of crazy. I also think there's way more women than men doing speed dating. And I think a lot of these speed really? date guys are almost like, regulars that are not like yeah. they just do it all the time huh. i like half wondered if they got paid to do it because mm. they were so weird it, see, it it seems like there would be more dudes like i, I don't, don't know i don't know i don't think so yeah i think there are i think it's like a converse thing where like i think you hear more often about men complaining about how they're single but i feel like women are more proactive in like actively looking oh, for yeah. a mate and like rather than sitting at my house and complaining about how I'm single, I'm going to go out and do speed dating and try to meet someone. Yeah. Like sure. I think that's much more of a woman thing. Like I think a guy doesn't, there's this and it sucks because our society sucks in this way, but I think there's this stigma for a guy to like go out there and be at speed, speed dating because it's him like putting himself out there and like basically wearing a sign that says I'm single, which I think a lot of dudes don't want to do. I think Makes also sense. you're like, if you're going to a speed dating event, you're not looking to hook up. Yeah. Like you are yeah. like, you're really saying like, I'm, I'm looking, looking for, for someone a relationship. to be like, yeah. be a person. Yeah. In my it ain't, life. It's not just live Tinder. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I think, yeah, I think that's weird for, I think that's, I think it, the whole thing is kind of weird. Um, yeah. For a society that is really big on sending dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so I, I yeah. wrote down notes about all of them and then tweeted that out. Because uh, it was just like, it was every every single person was a weirdo. And I made my sister go with me and she was like, <laughs> she was sat like two tables ahead of me and there was like a break. There was like intermission where they gave you like, I don't know, like pot stickers or whatever and you ate yeah. sure. like terrible appetizers. And uh, and she was like, you got a real piece of work coming up in about two. <laughs> like, because they just, because you're rotating. And so she would get them first. And then I was like, it was great. <laughs> one guy was just like, uh, one guy I thought, I was like, maybe him. He was like, I love airports. And I was like, I love airports. I love the magic of travel and adventure. It's like, even when I'm on a delay, I'm like, we're all going somewhere. Like, I love airports, even if it's for work. And he's like, oh no, I just like go to the airport. <laughs> and i was like are you into aviation or planes (laughs) no no just like hudson news i'm like so you just like i mean to get to an airport even i mean we live in new york so it's like such a hassle to get to an airport but even anywhere else it's not like they're nearby anything no 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 like how does this work i don't understand but i loved it yeah Um, that's awesome but I like maybe stuff like that one day I could see myself writing into a script like those characters, but I've never really done a character based on mm-hmm. anyone that I knew. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess not. And it's um, I feel like when I've done characters that based on people I've knew, I knew they're people I know in life because I know them better. So I like take an mm-hmm. aspect of their personality and make it something else. But um, strangers, which is the I only eavesdrop on strangers. Sure, uh, and there's got to be rules about this. Yeah, yeah. You have because <laughs> you're a good person. I mean, yeah, I'm a good person. I only though, tweet out complete strangers' conversations. Well, that's the funny thing. So, like, I mean, growing up, you know, you're always taught don't eavesdrop. Yeah, not, even on strangers. But I feel like there's now such a one. I feel like it's normalized, especially in social media, to like tweet out and overheard. And two, it's there's like followings or like one of my fucking favorite Instagram accounts is the overheard LA account. Cause they're all so like you read this and you're like, Oh my God, I 
I feel that. I feel that I would have heard that. <laughs> oh, I when I was in LA, I was waiting in a um, waiting room for an audition, and the uh, there was this guy, and I tweeted out all his stuff because he was so he was like my I said this in the tweet I was like this is like my least favorite type of actor and it's the guy who's in the audition room talking to another person talking loud enough so that everyone hears him have his conversation and like he's like actively trying to be like charming and jokey and say how busy he is it's like such a brand of actor (laughs) that exists yeah and he just kept being like yeah just finished a short film it was on my life you know it's like a surreal comedy I mean my life is a surreal comedy and you're just like Jesus Christ yeah like shut up yeah they are there's the overheard LA account and I think they also run like an overheard New York and an overheard oh my gosh I can't wait I think they just got like a book deal out of it I'm like are you kidding that's so great of course just fucking eavesdropping, eavesdropping on weirdos. Well, people are monsters. And yeah. uh, I think... <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't think people hear it themselves. That was the thing I think I love about eavesdropping. It's like you hear, like, you get to hear different people. Like, it's just fun. Yeah. Like, a people-watching thing, but hearing them. So you're like, you get to hear a lot of different people and different perspectives. But you also get to, I, The thing I think I and probably all of us love the most is you get to hear how they want you to think they are. Well, like that, you hear who they're trying to be. Yes and no. I think sometimes, well, there's even things that I've said when I'm walking around and then I'm like, whoever just heard me thinks I'm a crazy, crazy person. Yeah. But I think there's one, there's sometimes when you're aware and you're, and the person is aware that they're in public and they know that you're hearing them and they're presentational. Then there's also the second time. My favorite kind of overheards are at restaurants because yes, people seem to think that place. there's like a fucking cone of silence around their table and you yeah. can't hear them. I'm like, motherfucker, I can hear every weird ass thing oh, you're saying. Yeah. Like we were at brunch this, do you remember this guy? We were at brunch this one time and um, cause it's LA. So of course we were. And <laughs> there was a guy like two tables over and it seemed like he, it seemed like him and this chick were on a date. But at the same time, he was spending the whole time like, telling her his life story and she was this. like interviewing him like about his exes he was talking about how he like plays the clarinet or some shit like it was like the most bizarre like it, I think they were on a date but at yeah. the same time she seemed to be like interviewing him like it was a biography yeah and he seemed more than happy to just keep talking I mean I think people are just also very and bad I was dating. just like I could not figure like I honestly could not figure out if this was a date or a like a business brunch like I could not figure it out I um am dating this person uh who was telling me about a different date that he had had on I um like um you know like a swipey yeah. sure. situation and uh, uh swipey, my a swipey switch <laughs> situation that's how uh we met and uh we had this like great date and he was like can I ask you like was this a date and I was like yes please like what else do you use yeah. these apps for and he was like no I went on this date and this woman like we sat and we talked mainly about like business and then she gave her card and and, like wanted to follow up and like start producing things together and he was like I thought this was a like what's going on and uh, and she was like no I use this for there's like just so many cool artists on these apps and I use them to like find production people and like I at first was like maybe she just was like that was her way of blowing him off but like when you hear that when he tells the story it's like no she was doing that yeah. thing like interviewing yeah. and like asking about past work and you're like wait huh yeah don't use it for that yeah <laughs> that's so weird because like you would think you would think with a with a swipey swipey app that like you would just sort of assume well we're both on this here. is all for yeah. Yeah. yeah something romantic on some level yeah and, like you have a profile that you can write in yeah you could say like hey looking for networking but I have found that on the swipeys uh that some people do say that like looking for this for a networking thing and you're just like well no that's weird yeah, like why yeah yeah that is weird so I get not putting it in there, but then like when you show up and meet the person, you should at least have said like, like, by the way, I'm not going to sleep with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Don't touch me. (laughs) I do. I do. But yeah. Give me notes on this script. (laughs) I think restaurants are like my favorite place to overhear people because they just like seem to think that their conversation exists only at their table. And like, oh my God, especially I I fucking, they're my favorite one. My favorite overheards are all in LA. Yeah. They're all in LA because, and so many times the overheard is a person just super convinced that 
they are correct about whatever the fucking thing they're talking about mm-hmm. and you're listening to them and you're like that's not how it works that's I've not heard- how and you just you have to resist every urge to be like you don't know what you're talking about oh my god I heard this one woman well like I would say vapid women are my favorite to listen to yes uh, <laughs> yes, yes I also love a good old man uh to listen Ooh, to yeah. yeah I heard these two old guys talking about AA like real loud <laughs> I was like you're really blowing the anonymous thing out of the water here you're like screaming about step work um but the uh <laughs> the, this there was this like woman who like first of all she would not stop talking about how she was like the lead in her, all of her high school plays like I was just like this woman like I don't know why she thinks that's gonna carry over how here. old and how old did you think she, she was, was uh, she had to be 30 oh, like wow. she was not new to New York or maybe she was new to New York but she was not like Woof. a wide-eyed like <laughs> yeah. just got got to New York City thing uh youngin and uh and she kept talking about that and then she started to, and then she started talking about how um she was the lead in all her school plays and that she's having trouble um, getting work here and that there was some show that she was like going to do in like a different state. I forget what it was. And she was like so mad because she had to be in the ensemble because ugh, now they're casting diverse people in diverse roles. So it's actually really hard for white people to do diverse roles now. And I was like, what like I wanted to like leap across the table because I'm like do you hear yourself like if like an example like if the part called for I think it was like the king and I or like it was a Asian role I can't remember what it was oh, no. but she was talking about but that's a white unless lead. you're Emma Stone I, I guess it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. um yeah, but yeah. no that is a white lead but the, all but the, the, there's another girl in it that yeah yeah I forgot her name it's like Tim or it might have been Miss Saigon Miss Saigon is all Vietnamese. One of the ones yeah. that shouldn't star white. Shouldn't people. star a white woman. And she was, uh, but because she was the lead of it in her high school play, ah. she was furious <laughs> that she couldn't get work. <laughs> She's like, I've done this role. <laughs> like, and I was just like, <sighs> but to hear the words come out of her mouth, like, everybody is casting diverse people in diverse roles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like that disgusting thing that you hear sometimes like that white lash of like yeah oh you have to be diverse to get work and just like shh um but like that it's like even for like I want to cast a Vietnamese woman in this role yeah. like because the role is of a Vietnamese woman like that just makes sense like oh, I God. don't understand we when I uh my high school was like a, a private school in North Carolina so uh-huh. it was like not the most diverse place by any stretch of the imagination. And there was like a three or four year chunk of time when I was there. And then afterwards where all of the plays we did were like West side story or the whiz. (laughs) And like when we did West side story, the like the kid that played Benny was like the one, you know, remotely Brown person in the entire cast. Yeah. When we, when we did West side story in my high school too, the one Filipino kid was a shark and then other than that, there was some very unfortunate makeup on yeah. the rest of the guys. No. Yeah, it's the same yeah. with ours. Like, the people that they picked to be the sharks were, wow. like, the six foot four. They were just the only people that had brown hair, and there was some very <laughs> unfortunate pancake makeup oh, yeah. on their faces. We didn't even go that far. Like, we our, picked, like, the Conan O'Brien-looking kid our Maria, to be a shark. <laughs> our Maria was this little blonde girl. We had to dye her hair dark, and then... Um, why didn't they just pick a different show? There are a lot of shows. Well, like, you know, I, it's got good songs in it. And, it does, but ugh. so do many Because it's a high school yeah. and yeah. Yeah. they want people to come, so they have to pick things that people have heard of. We never did West Side Story. We, I think, just didn't have much money or something at my high school because we would do, like, plays you never heard of. And, like, yeah. We did do Guys and Dolls, though. But sure. that's, like, you could cast anybody in it. Yeah, that, that. that's yeah. one of the few, like, high school classics that isn't, yeah deeply sexist or racist in some capacity yeah she does she's yeah she's a little sexy which is good I guess it's not bad but I I can't remember yeah she just I don't is he not nice to her or something there's always something wrong in all of them yeah (laughs) um I had I had a really good over uh dating overheard I was at a coffee shop in LA and I was out I was outside on their like patio mm-hmm. and uh two people came and sat down like right next to me like i'm here their table is here and i have my headphones in but i could still hear them and it was oh, that's either... my favorite trick yeah right up. yeah <laughs> it was it was either a first date or like a we met at a party 
and are now like going out, you know, so kind of second date. Yeah. And the first thing this dude did was he started to pray for the date and like, no, before she got there. Well, no, like she was there and he's like, can I, can I, can I pray about this? Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I would have lost it. Oh yeah. I was trying so, like I was texting her frantically like, Oh my God, this is happening right now. Oh my God. And because like, if that had happened back home, it maybe wouldn't be that much of a surprise. But like, <laughs> we're in the godless, you know, Sodom of Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, that's so funny. What did she do? Uh, she was chill about it, but I could tell that she was a little like, sure, just okay. Honestly, it wouldn't like bother. Like, if he prayed before he ate, like something I could sort of. Like yeah. that, but the idea of like praying for the date, unless you yeah. have on Christian mingle. Yeah, That's I guess true. maybe. Yeah. It just makes it also like is uh like not to be like shit on people who are religious, but it's like that's a lot of pressure to put yeah. on a date too. Like really we're getting God involved. Yeah. Here? Like, oh boy. And this is like a coffee date at like two thirty. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah, dates are good to overhear, but they're also like pain more painful to overhear. Cause usually one person's not doing Mm-mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had some really good ones. I've seen the band Fish fifty eight times. Wow! Yeah, I'm one of those people. You're one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there are some there are some zingers at at those shows. Like I heard a guy. I can't imagine there being zingers. Well, I think <laughs> fair enough. Zingers was maybe the wrong word, but there are there are some whoppers. People like there are really some, just. Oh yeah, it's it's super a, on zinging. Oh yeah, it, it is like the lev- It's like an Oscar Wilde level of wit uh, at a fish show. Um, are you the one who told me the one about the mushrooms, guys? Uh, no, I don't think I know that one. Who told Who told me this the other day? But he leaned forward and said, "Everyone can." Oh, that was yeah, this this uh comedian. No, but uh, it's still a good. Oh, did we tell this yesterday? No, I don't think so. Uh, I saw this this comedian who writes for Impractical Jokers. I don't remember his name. He talked about being in a fish show and being behind two kids who were on mushrooms and like like he could see them just like melting into the floor, like yeah. they were freaking out. And they're like, Does any, I wonder if anybody can tell. Like, can people tell? I'm like, can we? and they're like, No, we're fine. We're, we're fine. And then the second the lights went down, he leaned in between them and went, "We all know." <gasps> ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But my my favorite my favorite I heard uh my my two favorite I've heard at shows were uh at they just did thirteen nights at Madison Square Garden and I heard a guy uh just straight up yelling, "No, nah, dude, I love eulogies." <laughs> I heard uh, there was another fish one that uh, on the way I went with him to a show and we oh, still this lived was, here. This was this is both a fish one and a date one. Ooh. Yeah, I, when we still lived here, we were on the subway. I don't know what the fuck that means. Sorry, I applied. I'm trying to get my profile approved on this freelance site, and I just got an email back that was like, um, "We looked at your application, and it just needs one change. Please provide a genuine photo." And I was like, this is my fucking headshot. This is me. I don't know what you want me to do. photo? Like, yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, a genuine, please provide a genuine profile picture. And I was like, are you trying to tell me you think I don't look like that? Because it's a fucking photo of me, motherfucker. That's so like, weird. Do they it's my like headshot. I candid? Like, I don't understand. I was like, it's my a- professional headshot. What the fuck do you want me to do? It matches my fucking LinkedIn. Screw yeah, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> super genuine, weird. Yeah, anyway, that's very weird. So, uh, anyway. Anyway, fish. <laughs> anyway, so we were on the, it was when we were still uh, living here and we went to the show at the garden and I was on the subway home. And I was sitting across from uh, two people that had clearly also just come from the show. Mm-hmm. And it was also very clear that he probably took this girl to dinner first, but was like not clear to her, like not that clear with her great. about no, 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 oh. not clear with her about where they were going after that. Or like what he that was, was wearing. Like. He was wearing like, <laughs> like they'd clearly gone to dinner because he was wearing like a collared shirt, like untucked in like jeans and, and shoes or whatever. But then she was also like dressed for dinner and had on like heels and was like dressed really cute. Oh my and God. then he took her to a fish concert. Yeah. Which I get the impression she was wholly unprepared for. But she was like kind of trying to be game about it a little bit. I wonder if um, she didn't in a know way. who they were. Or I something. mean, most likely. She was, I mean, these like, shows are okay. very these very these shows are very long and she didn't fucking bail. So she must have liked awesome. the guy cuz she sat through it. And they're on the subway on the way back and 
dudes who take their dates to fish shows are not casual fans of fish. Nope. So this is she, she's obviously come to 13. very important wow. to him. Um, and they're on the subway and she's like, I'm sitting across from them and she's like, so do people think their lyrics like mean something? Like, do people <laughs> think that? Like, cause all of it was all nonsense. And he was like, uh, well, I mean, it's really more about the music and like, then he's trying to explain it to her and she's like, I mean, they have a whole song that's just the word David Bowie. Does David Bowie know they have a song about him? And the oh, guy yeah. was just like. <laughs> like he was just like he hands. like didn't know how to respond and I was like oh this went bad for you dude <laughs> that, this so was funny. you made the wrong move it's better to know now though because he's like obsessed with fish yeah. so like that's gonna that's a deal breaker for her to yeah. be like what yeah. <laughs> I mean in college I took a girl on a first date to a Jimmy Buffett concert so like <laughs> I understand Jimmy how Buffett, you can make that very mistake different vibe though I feel like right? yeah that's, like, some that was like drunk dads yeah yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> like we, we got off the Metro North and like <laughs> as we were going up the stairs, I saw a dude in like a a Hawaiian shirt with a hat with a full size shark on it. And it's like, nice. oh, he's I think he's going where we're going. Yeah, I, I'm going <laughs> to guess so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love playing the when you're on your way to a fish concert. Who's uh, coming checking, with us. Yeah, seeing who's coming. Just yep. like calling who on the subway is on their way to the concert or like which car is going to the concert. There's a, you there's, can tell. That's something with eavesdropping too, trying to decide what people look like if oh, you're just hearing yeah. them. Because that can be somewhat like stunning when you're like the girl who was talking about the whole getting cast thing. Sure. I thought she would be so young. And then when I looked over at her, I was like, oh, you are too old to be this stupid. <laughs> there, there's a similar game you can play in L.A. that like specifically downtown that can be kind of horrifying. And that's date or daughter. Ah! and like it's it's never the answer you want, you it, want to it to be because oh. either way it's like that daughter is real sexy yeah. with her dad or that yeah oh that's so oh, scary yeah. date yeah. or daughter oh, yeah, i just bad. now i'm like thinking about yeah you know there you can definitely play that one in la a lot you see yeah. a lot of the like very young girl with the older guy that's it's so, it's never good. Oh, that's no good. I remember when I was like uh, 19 and I was dating a 30-year-old divorced bartender who worked at the Olive Garden in Times Square. Okay. He's like my favorite mistake to mention because all the specifics are so funny. Yeah, that's like, um, there's a lot going on so there. so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I went home for like, uh, summer break and when I came back he was like dealing ecstasy at the Olive Garden in oh, Times right. Square cool, cool. Mess. Um, do you still have his number because like I, I, need, I need a hook uh, up no for... it's been blocked oh, but okay, I still cool. know it in my head from sure. 15 years ago because I because uh, he was the worst um, but like when I was 19 this guy seems like attractive and like he knows the world and mm. it doesn't sure. and then I become 30 and I like if any of my friends when I was 30 were dating a 19 year old, I would be disgusted with them. Like it's so it's very, yeah. we it's like you just, depending on what side of the flip mm-hmm. you're on, you don't even yeah. see it. Cause you don't realize how when you're nine or when I was 19, I thought I was like, really mature like an old soul like oh yeah i lived in new york i I thought i knew the way the world works and then you when i'm 30 and i'm like they're babies they're tiny little babies they're just like drunk dum-dums i dated a 24 year old when i was 18 Mm -hmm. however i also actively hated him (laughs) while we were dating and also he was a child so it kind of evened yeah. out. Yep. <laughs> like, like I listened to somebody talk about her wedding once. That was an eavesdrop I did. Ooh. And she was talking to a woman who was not in the bridal party, but was invited. And she kept reiterating that she's not a bridesmaid to her. She's like, you're not a bridesmaid. So you won't be at the um, Manny Patty day thing the day before. But, um, but like you can come to the rehearsal dinner. Like she was acted as though she was doing her a favor by Ooh. letting her come to the wedding. And she just kept reminding her that she was not a bridesmaid Ugh. and I'm like wow dude that's a gift to not yeah. be a bridesmaid yeah <laughs> but it was so weird uh yeah it was very odd I was like wow she like looks at herself as like the queen of the day mm. <laughs> so if you if you had to pick your favorite thing you've ever eavesdropped you've or, or a couple yeah that's hard couple favorites my sister oh I don't know my favorite my 
Oh, okay. Uh, I got one. Um, I just saw you go into like a Sherlock mind I just palace. remembered. So this, it kind of, it somewhere straddles the line between not listening in on anybody I know because he was a roommate, but he felt like a stranger. Sure. Because uh, we like met him on, um, you know, an online situation, not a swipe he's, uh, sure. but an online situation. He was very weird and secretive. He was, I, I don't know if he was secretive or just like, a hermit but he like never really left his room okay. he would cook food and bring it into his room p.s his room smelled horrendous Ooh. we had to like ask him to leave because he smelled so bad anyway um he won't listen to this uh but so he so okay so he uh he was very boring um but i thought he was just sort of like socially you know whatever and so sure. you know we had very boring interactions but you know it was, everything was fine so anyway he had this friend come in from out of town from lithuania and it was a girl that he met traveling so i was like ooh, a girl like maybe they're like gonna like have a romance this is like interesting um but they weren't she was just a friend and uh and they were so boring together I couldn't stop listening because I was desperate to hear them talk about something other they only talked about movies and alcohol and they huh. didn't they literally didn't talk about anything else weird I listened to them the whole time she visited I would leave my door open just so I could hear them because I couldn't I was like they have to talk about something else they have to and it was movies or alcohol all the time how long were they there I mean she was here for a week and every interaction I witnessed where it was about movies and alcohol wow and the funniest thing was the Oscars were on during this time and I came home we were watching the Oscars and they were talking about alcohol and not <laughs> movies uh but they it was like a weird like trading facts I was like this is a very odd odd sure. friendship they're not communicating in a way that's like feelings bouncing back and forth or experiences yeah. it's all facts so it'd be like would you like some bourbon oh yeah i'd love some bourbon i had a bourbon once in tennessee that was very oaky you know where has good bourbon is i know everyone thinks kentucky but it's actually Georgia. and like i had a bourbon that was very oaky one like it's uh it sounds it, like an awful first date for like a week yeah it was but they knew each other like they met traveling hit it off enough to be remain friends and for him to come visit her to all come visit right him. Weird. Then. sure but it's just trading facts and I couldn't I couldn't get over it I was obsessed with them I talked to everyone I knew about this I was like <laughs> literally nothing like I haven't heard anything and like I <laughs> I uh, was hanging out with this friend of mine uh, and I was telling him this and then he texted me this um, podcast that exists that is boring. It's just people having boring conversations to help you fall asleep at night. Oh, is that is that sleep with me? Or? It might be. I don't remember it because I, I I only listened to a snippet of it. Sure. Which I should actually listen to it because I have a lot of trouble sleeping. Yeah. Um. But I thought that was the funniest thing that there but was a you know podcast what, of just people having boring conversations. Even if you have trouble sleeping, but you're very into eavesdropping, even a boring conversation oh, is the right. thing you're just gonna listen to. Yeah, that's so like, true. I will yep. be like, I can't believe I listened to somebody talk about acorns for three hours. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was maybe that was like my favorite thing because I it became like a mystery even more than regular eavesdropping does yeah because yeah. regular eavesdropping you're just like oh my god this is weird uh, but, but like, and it's also so, but it's also fleeting you don't get like a long view yeah. of it and being like oh wait this is it yeah I got a week this yeah. is who this person I had like a mini series <laughs> or something <laughs> happening in my house you could house. be seeing like a weird moment in this person's life but when you have that long view you're like oh no this is who they are this is like how they interact Ooh. with everyone this is it, it was you don't bananas. got this yeah like, we we had we had uh, I think I think my two favorites one is is kind of more intense than funny. Mm -hmm. um, we were in Boston uh, for PAX in like two thousand and nine, and we were the hotel we were staying in. Oh, I do um, remember this. Yeah, the hotel we were staying in. Um, one night it was like it was late. It was like eleven thirty, maybe midnight, and we could hear the couple there was, next on. door. Yeah little there was very clearly a wedding at this hotel and people staying for the wedding at this hotel because we saw like groups of them in the lobby and we saw them all dressed together and stuff mm -hmm. and one of the couples from this wedding was definitely next door to us yeah which is a little bit relevant for this story yeah and so like it's like 11 30 i think midnight, it was one of the bridesmaids maybe and like we i just we just hear her we just hear them like having a clearly we're breaking up argument like one of those like like when you're throwing around i don't know if i can do this for the rest of my life 
like it 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 just like it was getting really yeah. like it it, es- it kept escalating and got like really heated and really intense and then eventually and there was a portion of it that was about like you didn't have to fucking come to this like and like yeah why didn't you bring me to this wedding and like <laughs> and and eventually like it sort of crescendoed when like it like the yelling reached a peak then there was like a silence a loud thump and another long silence and then we both looked at each other and we're oh like, my we're like, god we call someone yeah and we i think we did we, we, like, we went, out, we the went out on the hallway and security was already outside yeah of their so room. someone else had already called security and then the next day we woke up and like because we were like the bridesmaids we were just doing make sure stuff. she's okay like yeah um, yeah and then, like yeah security was already outside and he was like and I was like, oh, hey, I'm glad you're here. We like kind of told him, we were like, yeah, this is what we heard. He's like, all right, we're going to go in. <laughs> yeah. And we, you never found we out. We never found happened. out, but we saw oh everybody God. together the next day. Yeah. So it was probably fine. And like there was like a bridesmaid thing more happening been next door. It might have been something against the wall. Something. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it was because like you, you would imagine there would be more yeah. noise after that. I can't imagine ever being so upset and throwing something against the wall. I um, always go yeah. the other way. Like I've been like oh, cheated on I'm, and I'm I was a big just thrower. like. I wish you the best in your life. I'm, I can't be a part of this anymore. <laughs> like I just go in and quiet and don't, like I cannot yeah. imagine. Uh, no, I'm a thrower. Like, really? Yeah. I can't imagine getting that mad where I pick something up and like move it. It's very <laughs> satisfying. I yeah. definitely I try it. I mean, I'm working on expressing my anger. So like, sure. it's like, very satisfying. Yeah. Just pick something that either pick where you're throwing it carefully <laughs> or pick what you're throwing carefully. carefully. It was like the one, the one time we ever got into a fight that was big enough yes. to like have thrown something. You threw like a pot it was at a pot. me. I happened to be washing dishes. Mm. Yeah. And, and I threw a pot. <laughs> but I like, threw a pot at him. But I also, well, hold on. Not really. I threw it at him. But also I know him and I love him even though I was angry. I just wanted him to leave. And I knew that if I threw it at him, there was no way in hell he was going to be able no, to catch it. Both not because he's not that coordinated and because I throw that fast. So I threw it very specifically on the ground in front of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was like, I thought it was you were like saying a, that. So that's why I hit him in the head. No. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It was like, it was like in a in movie when direction. they fire a machine gun at your feet. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. It was the same thing. I knew um, that if, like, I wanted to throw it at him, but I knew that that was bad. And even though I was angry, I still yeah. love him and did not want to bean him with yeah, a pot. Yeah, there wasn't, like, the blind rage. And yeah. so then I left <laughs> and went a, to UCB a for an hour. clear-sighted yeah. rage. And you what? You I went. left, I went to UCB and had sushi and then came back two hours later. There you go. That's a great, that's always a... Yeah. Yeah. It was go. a great show that I was very much paying attention to. <laughs> Oh, I th- no, I think wait, my, and you said you had a second yeah, one. Yeah, the, the second one, um, this was at a record store in North Carolina, and this was so long ago, I might, I might mess it up a little bit. But this mom and two kids <laughs> uh, were looking at like all of the, the movies, and she said something like, uh, Did you know, oh, that's Walt Disney. He invented Mickey Mouse 100 years ago. And uh, then the, the kid goes, like, it wasn't a hundred years ago and oh shit, I'm fucking it up so yeah. bad. She goes, you know, okay. He's told me the girl, the woman, the mother, she was like, um, he invented Mickey Mouse a hundred years ago. Well, not a hundred years ago. And the little kid goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, oh no, the first thing the kid says was who's, she's, that's Walt Disney. He goes, who's that? He invented Mickey Mouse a hundred years ago. Well, not a hundred years ago. I know. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I love that this kid didn't know who Walt Disney was, was. and then was suddenly an expert. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Kids are uh, the worst like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, I'm just choosing to get indignant or arrogant for yep. no reason over nothing. Yeah. Because I'm just <laughs> learning Children what these emotions women are. are. So I'm going to try them on. Yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> Children and middle-aged women. Are they your favorite to listen to? <laughs> They're my favorite to watch get indignant about something oh, unimportant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Because it, it's almost interchangeable. It's like, yeah. I need my sippy cup. I need my Chardonnay. Like, yeah. they're the same. They're yeah. the same people. Kids yeah. and, like, and like old men, too, are, yeah. are very much just like, I, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what she was saying. That's her other favorite group to listen to is old men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My Shouting sister. about AA. We're bringing, yeah. it all, we're bringing it all together in the third We really that's are. We really are. My sister texted me today. I don't know if he was an old man, but it was just some, guy, like, an odd guy. She said that he was... Uh, he was talking <laughs> I didn't realize that how much I love eavesdropping that my sister sends me <laughs> eavesdropping thing I'm like oh wow this is actually kind of a thing in my life um 
But she, the, she was eating lunch at this cafe and this guy went on and on about his, how like Trump is, uh, he's certain Trump colluded with Russia. And she said with that same intensity, he talked about how much he loves the Applebee's sampler platter. <laughs> and he went through every item on the Applebee's sampler platter, but then was also talking about like Putin and stuff. Oh my God, that's amazing. And I was like laughing so hard at that. And then I was like, wait a second. She said that she was at a lunch cafe. And I was like, wait, so were you not at Applebee's? not at Applebee's. <laughs> she goes, no, that's, yeah. she's like, that is what I'm saying. And I was like, this is funny for so many reasons. It's just like wow. a whole nother level. Passionately talking about Russia and the <laughs> Applebee sampler. And you're at like an, a, a mom and pop cafe <laughs> eating something totally different. The, the three pound burger blaster is part of the deep state. Oh my God. Um, wow. I mean, now I'm just looking for something from the overhead LA account that I can yeah the the one oh the um, one about the coffee was really good the one about the coffee today was really good i really liked the one from earlier this week that said excuse me your son is stealing coins from the fountain that's between him and the universe oh my god i love it <laughs> or like a one was from the soho house and like oh like, yeah hold on wait oh, that one yeah. soho fucking which that one made it like a whole nother level that it was soho house i feel like um, i need to put that on my list of deal breakers like if you think you're really cool and go to the soho house yeah. no thank you that's that's I, oh, I had a good a one at the much. dispensary yesterday or a couple days ago. The woman uh, that was working there said, uh, "Yeah, we call I call the ATM Mariah Carey because it's such a diva." Oh my god! Yep, that's terrible. Yeah, it, it was it was it was pretty bad, but it was also kind of amazing. I feel like when I'm in LA, though, I sound very LA. Like, or yeah, I, I sound LA in New York too. Like, I catch my, I catch myself, you know, where I'm just like, oh, gross. Like, if someone was eavesdropping on me, because sure. I'll just be like, what alternative milks do you have? Like, it's just like, oh, shut up, lady. And you I, feel I, a very like SoCal kind of cadence to your voice. In I yeah. Uh, people always think I'm from California, and I've like lived in a in New York forever. <laughs> you know, like I grew up in upstate New York, and I think I'm just meant to be there. I think that's where my spirit I, yeah, I think eyes. given that like every every Instagram you posted was just hashtag like I love it here I, for like six <laughs> lines. Yeah. yeah, but that was also because I've never taken that long a break from sure. New York for 16. I've been in New York for 16 years. And oh, by wow. the time I was getting ready to go to L.A., I was like, I hate this place. <laughs> like, So it was good to come back and be like, Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I found it. Yeah, it was the Soho House employee. I'm sorry, sir. We don't allow outside beverages. Guy, you're not TSA. Don't do this to me. I just spent eight dollars on this coffee. Oh my god, that is hard. You're not yeah. TSA is Coffee's the part of it expensive. I think that made me laugh. Yeah, you're not yeah. TSA. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> now is it Soho House LA? Because I, yeah. I feel like yeah. LA is yeah. so good about letting you do whatever you want wherever you are. That's true. I mean, yes and no. They're just like, can my dog pee in the restroom? Sure. <laughs> like, of it's just like, whatever on the you one want. hand, they are. On the other hand, they're not. But if you're pretty enough and act like you belong there, they let you. Oh. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing with, I feel like LA is very superficial in that if you're just like dressed nice enough and fucking walk in like you are supposed to be there, nobody will stop you. I thought you weren't yeah. supposed to dress nice in LA. I thought you were supposed to be like, I could have a million dollars, but I'm in these stretch pants. But the, but the <laughs> okay, if stretch you're dressed, pants cost $200. If you're dressed yeah. curated enough. Curated enough, yeah. Well, actually, that you're was another pants, one. But you have bangle bracelets. That's on. another one on there. <laughs> that, that was another one on there like two days later. It was like a guy outside a club and the guy was like, I'm sorry, we, you can't come in here because he it was like a sleeveless guy wearing a sleeveless shirt outside a club bouncer was like i'm sorry you can't come in here like you need to have like a, a shirt you need to have a sleeve shirt and the guy goes i'm wearing 800 hundred dollar pradas and you care about my sleeves oh my god <laughs> like the one time get on board with the curated look was it yeah. the one time we went to like a party at like a club in hollywood uh-huh. um it was like me and another dude who were just like you know middle of the road dudes so we weren't gonna be able to skip the line and you were there, but you were also dressed like... I was dressed like a 1920s gangster because it was my friend's party and it was at like a speakeasy and she wanted us to dress up. You're so, so cool! I was yeah. dressed like a lady and I, I was love like that you so did that. mad I love though. that you did that so hard. We couldn't get in and I was like so mad and I was like, dude, I'm ready. I will fucking take off every piece of clothing I own if you just let me in and wish this chick a happy fucking birthday and leave. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. That's so cool that you dress like a twice gangster. I think it was very warm, and we were standing outside for a very long time while a lot of other people got in because they were like, "No, we, we have a cap on guys," 
And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, our friend is already in there. She reserved a table for the night for her birthday. Like, can you just let us in to wish her so happy birthday? Gross. Like, don't be terrible. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the picture of you. It's on Instagram. It you is. can see her. She looks amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. But, like, so I was dressed like that. I was like, look, like, I'll fucking take off all my shit except my bra if you let me in for two minutes. But like, isn't that, Jesus. That's so, that whole, I that whole thing oh, is so Oh, I was so, so I was angry. Wrong. I was so angry. When I first moved to New York, I was, uh, me and my roommate, we didn't know how to be young in New York. We sure. did it wrong. We went to the same, uh, we went to the cafe above, it was called Rose's Turn or something, above Arthur's in, uh, in the West Village. We went to, they, we saw the same same stand-ups do stand-up every single week and then when we got sick of doing that we went and hung out in the theater district <laughs> and then sometimes we pre-gamed at Olive Garden when I started dating that bartender Ooh. so we really knew how to party but we one time when we were in the West Village this guy came up to us and was like asking us to go into this club with him and like that seemed so scary and he was like no I just they will not let me in unless I bring two women and he's like I'm paying for you to come in like my friends are in there he's like I promise like I'm not a weirdo yeah. But it's so scary yeah, to like be sure. an eighteen-year-old girl and be approached like that. It was like he's gonna like we're gonna be sex slaves or something. Like yeah. it feels so scary. But then, like as I started living in New York more, I heard about that and I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like we gotta yeah. keep the ratios. Like yeah, you ugh. have to have more women than men because the women are on display at the club for men. That's the yeah, whole point, right? Like the whole point of the club is to put women on display for a very select few men, which is gross. Colum <laughs> clubs are like, and I almost said Columbus is so. Gross. Gross, but that's also true. Yeah, he was pretty. Um, gross. Uh, he's fairness, a bad he was guy. Bad. He was really bad. Uh, Take LA that actually, statue down too. <laughs> La actually just uh, announced that it's not. It's they're not no longer like honoring Columbus Day. Good. They're calling it Indigenous Peoples Day. A lot of states are doing <laughs> yeah. that. It needs to happen. Um, but anyway, clubs actually, are really gross. This yeah. particular this particular phone. place, despite the front door being fucking terrible was actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. What was cool it's, about it's, it? It's called, no, it's this place in LA called no vacancy and it's, it's like supposed to be a speakeasy. So like literally you go upstairs and you Is go into like here? a bedroom. I feel like I've heard of that. Maybe, I don't know, but you go into like a bedroom and then like a girl like, pulls a thing and like the bed pulls back and you like go down the stairs like into it and That's it's all so cool. like really old and we it's like this old victorian house that they had converted into it so there's like it's really cool when that you get in the back awesome. courtyard and they had like a carnival like there were people like burlesque the and, night like, before there was walkers. like burlesque and like a tightrope walker and like a band was playing that like, sounds it was amazing. really it was That's cool. awesome. a really great place to have your birthday party it was really cool it was just a, very annoying to get into yeah. yeah but it was filled with like club kids because it was friday at like 11 30 yeah yeah yeah, can you go there on like a Wednesday? There were probably <laughs> yeah. certain nights because I know we tried to go once during Fringe on a Wednesday and they were closed. Oh right, I do remember that. Yeah. So. Um, in the now. So is there anything uh, related to eavesdropping that we haven't quite covered yet? That you I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like we've done every I mean, way you can, can overhear something. We can do the the real quick. PSA, if you overhear something bad, it's okay to tell someone. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, yeah. If you hear something, say something. Yeah. And if you hear something funny, tweet something. Yeah. yeah. That's it, basically. Yeah. Hear something, tweet something. No matter what you hear, report it in some fashion. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard anybody, like, commit a, about to commit a crime or anything. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. self-harm or anything. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk to a stranger if you think you can help them. <laughs> That's a good thing about New York, I will say. There's always people bawling their eyes out on the street, and you kind of are just like, we're all okay. Like, this is yeah. a normal thing. Where I think if I lived in a small town and somebody was bawling their eyes out, everyone would rush. So it is a weird uh, push yeah. and pull. They're like, oh, yeah. they were crying, but like maybe, maybe they're just having a bad day. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. You never know I've when cried to, in public. Like, I've you cried. never you know when it's Depot. serious or not. I've cried in public in New York and LA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to cry in public in New York. I cried it in the Albertsons all the last week. <laughs> Were they it's out of something? <laughs> it's a grocery store. Uh, yeah, no, no, it was. I I went in to pick up a uh, prescription, and my doctor, since I'm on medical, my doctor had like not checked what it costs before she sent it, and I went there, and they were like, "It's going to be a thousand dollars," and I was like, "Uh, I'm not taking this medicine anymore." Okay. Oh my god, I had to do um, that too before Obamacare. I just like pieced out and started oh, no. crying in the Albertsons. Where they were like, "That'll be three hundred dollars." I was like, "Well, I guess I'm not taking medicine." Yeah. Like, it was just like thousand dollars. I was like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." Medicaid's great though, yeah. Yeah, Medicaid. Yeah, I mean that awesome. was after my Medicaid discount, like. 
that's I mean, it's, nuts. But it's, the idea of Medi-Cal, it's like you are taken care of, right? Like I mean, yeah. it's, it's care just of? like it's similar to the national Medicaid program. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. California has a better program than most, but it's still not great. Yeah. Like yeah. It's still public health in a system that doesn't really support public health. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, Kamala Harris is on the uh, Medicare for all uh, bill, which yeah, is, she's the fucking best. I know. She's I want so her to good. run for president. I really, I really hope she does. I mean, all of the people that look like they're sort of grooming themselves to do it, I'd be totally behind her, Elizabeth Warren. Like, there's just so many cool yeah. ladies that I want to be president. I know the, uh, I mean, time is nothing, but the New York primaries are today. And oh, I, yeah. uh, and I, there's no women on the ballot for mayor Oof. in the Democrats. And I was like, this is, and all of the men are like, eh. I was just like, I, you want the best candidate, man or woman. But I was like, there's not a, there's five people running and not one is a woman. Yeah. What gives? It was but. like when when uh, the last election rolled around and like I just hadn't been studying like who the senators were uh-huh. and I, I saw that to the, vote for Kamala the, Harris. I well, told him that one. <laughs> well, I, I had forgotten, but then I saw that that the t- the the two options were women, and then I picked the one that sounded less like a white lady, and it happened to be Kamala Harris. I do that all the time, and this I uh, literally have the election the thing in my bag Hispanic. so that I can actually read oh. out. Yeah, like it's it's bad. Like it's just as bad as what the opposite yeah. side of the spectrum is doing. Where I'm like, yeah. okay, not white. Not not a man and then I'll check all those and so I have like the voter guide in my bag so that I can like really mm-hmm. read on everything so that I will like make like what lines up with my values but it's yeah. usually a woman <laughs> yeah the, other, the other woman was actually Hispanic but she was also formerly a Republican huh. um at, from Orange County and then when she got to the state level she changed her party affiliation oh. which I'm not against I'm fine with people sure. doing that but I also just didn't agree with a lot of shit she wanted there was a there's she a, was basically just courting Orange County yeah, and right. like yeah. ignoring the rest yeah. of the state. There's a, a woman who's running for mayor in Charlotte right now, um, which you know produced Pat McCrory, who she's fucked like up North very, Carolina okay. for like she's eight like years. a very low in level every way. Yeah. She's in the primary. She's like the like what? She's like five of five people running in the primary. Yeah. What do you like, mean? Like twelve people will vote for her. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like, but like her her like slogan is like conservative white traditional and she's like oh she's just, they're just saying it now like they're her just saying slogan is conservative white yeah, traditional like, yeah. it might not be conservative but it's like the second one is definitely similar, white yeah that's insane yeah it's really fucked up it's really fucked up oh my god you know what there's something weird though that i'm like well at least he pulled the veil off oh. all this stuff yeah, i resubmitted my photo the same photo and this time it has been accepted Oh, this yay. time they believed that the photo was of was me. you. Yay. Yes, this is me um, in the photo. Remind me to tell you my fucked up Pat McCrory story after we're off the air. Yes, I've, please. I've told it on the show before. Um, um, but so if, if but pe- yeah, I don't think there's. A- oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say if, if people wanted to have uh, more Lydia Hinsler in their life. Oh, uh, um, where would they? Want- how would they do that? Where would they go? Go to a protest and you'll find me. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, I missed the one the other day. There was a DACA one in LA, but we were packing to fly yeah. here. Yeah. I was like, I can't do both. Um, UCB is doing this really great thing uh, that we're having. Uh, UCB Core is doing a um, uh, a seminar uh, about how we can be engaged in DACA, even if you have no legal background oh, cool. and stuff. And it's being run by um, someone who is in the States illegally and uh, and someone who works with like a advocacy group. It's so nice. amazing. Oh, that's awesome. It's just so cool that I'm like, uh, it's just so nice how engaged everywhere is. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to see more of me, uh, <laughs> let's see. So if you want to see me, I perform a bunch. So you can see me at Saturday nights, 1030 at UCB Chelsea and the t- on the team Grandma's Ashes. Um, and then what's the what's the lineup of that team these days? It's same same lineup. Oh, wow. We have not had a single team change. Morgan's not there as much because she has a baby. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's still it's Abra, Ryan, Drew, Winston, me, Josh. Uh, oh, wow. Brandon, yeah, it's um, that is, and that you is don't like a killer puns. lineup. What? And you don't support puns. I do, I do. If Drew you ever do. stopped punning, I'd die. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we you tell us secrets. We do improv off your anonymous secrets, which Great is show. sort of like eavesdropping. It's like anonymous truths coming yeah, out. Yeah, a little bit. It's self-submitted. You've eavesdropped yeah, on yourself, yourself and then self-submitted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then ASCAT Sunday nights uh, at Chelsea, 7.30, 9.30. And then my Twitter is Lydia Hensler. My Instagram is Lydia Schmidia. My Twitter is a lot of angry liberal retweets and it's like great. some jokes. So you might not like it. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> or maybe you will. Maybe you'll love it. If, you, if you've listened to this whole episode yeah, and like not rage turned true. it off, you'll be like, super into it. 
people don't usually hate listen to things. Yeah. Uh, so well, um, people hate watch things. Hate watching feels easier than having to actually like pay attention while you're doing dishes. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's like true. listening. <laughs> I don't know. That's very true. I hate watch a lot stuff though. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think there's any other stuff to plug or anything. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I have a website. It's my name, LydiaHensler.com, but it's like, I need to redo it. I think, uh, I think we all have that. We website. all have, we all have the website we made three years ago and we're like, it's fine. Uh, no, mine is <laughs> I, great. Yay. I just redid it. Yay. <laughs> did you have somebody do it? Like, no, you, I do it. You do it. Yeah. Oh my God. So she, she's designed her page, my page, our production company You're, page. Like, all of our gosh, you're just so multi-talented. Yours, yeah, she's great, right? I, uh, I, we have it, to finish redoing yours. I sent it to you to look over like six months ago and you wait, never did. Oh. Did you guys do a wedding website? We did. I did. I did, did that too. Um, Those are so fun to look. Our, I did. Ours is pretty simple. It's just like all of the really basic details yeah. and the registry. We I just tried, love it. It's such an easy way to get all the information. Yeah. It's so great. We tried to get wedageddon.com. No, we didn't. <laughs> oh, didn't we, we tried to get mandatory fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. We tried to get we mandatory We tried to get mandatory.fun, but uh, that was a reserved URL. Probably by Weird Al. Um, well, no. <laughs> the companies will, when there's something that exists with that, the company will not put it on sale they'll reserve it specifically uh, because they know they can sell it for a lot of money to a company sure oh. um so that one was not available so we ended up doing their will be dot fun <laughs> oh that's great yeah i love that um but yeah i, I can be found uh, all over the internet at hell yes brandon um my sketch team the pinup squirrels we're starting our run at nerdist soon yeah i don't know i don't know that's when so Based yeah, on the, when this is going up. Yeah, we we don't have the dates set in I stone, but name. oh yeah, they're, they're, I mean they're, they're they were they Pinup actually started Squirrels. as a as a New York team. It was uh, Kristen Lucas. I don't know if you ever met her. I don't think I did. Um, He's she their token it, guy. Yeah, it's it's all ladies, which is really Yay. cool. I'm the one dude, and nice. I just like as a matter of principle, I'm not a performer just because like I want that to be you know I want it to be just the ladies, you know. Um, and like yeah, they're they're awesome, and we're starting to run it at Nerdist. It's basically like ASCAP format, but for sketches. Wait, so um, you don't perform? You tell stories? I uh, know. I just I just I just write. I write and I do oh, like right, our the tech and stuff. No, like yeah, that, they yeah. pre-do interviews because they're sketches. So like, I actually just cool. did an interview with Kristen last week. They interviewed me. Um, and then do they show the interview? Yeah, or? they show some of the relevant clips from. That's great for yeah. the thing. So they're gonna maybe be doing me soon, which is funny because a lot of mine is actually talking about him, and so he. He's got yeah. to write sketches about me, and they all get to write sketches about him, which is kind of funny. That's um, so cool. But like, we've we've had some cool guests. Like, we had an MMA guy a couple months ago. Our last show, we had uh, somebody from RuPaul's Drag Race, nice. which was really really fun. Um, and led to like, we'll do the the first half is sketch, and then there is an improv half, and that that half was like wild. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, well, uh, I'm certainly gonna be tweeting out like when those shows are happening. Uh, Beth, what about you? Uh. Sorry, I got an email. Uh, I can still be found all over the internet at, at Girldactyl, and I still don't have anything going on, which is why I'm sitting here trying to get my freelance profile approved on websites. <laughs> um, well, Lydia, thank you so much. This was a blast. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I love this podcast. Yeah, thank it, you. It's nice to be able to get out all of these stories over yes. you know the course of like a solid hour. It's so good too to just like it's just nice to talk about other things than like your work. Or, yeah. You know, it's like it's just so fun of just like what are you into what's fun what yeah are you like it's great especially because like like all, a lot of the best shows we've had and i think i would put this up there with them is like people that are just so excited about the thing yeah um which is why we started the show in general it's so nice it's really really fun um and i think being in this industry too it's nice to like talk about other things yeah <laughs> i also i also love the subtext of this in that we were like oh we're really into eavesdropping and you have to then tweet all of them so it's basically like we just did like i think you'd be into shit posting like <laughs> yeah basically i think everybody would be really into yeah shit posting yeah <laughs> i'm surprised we haven't done a shit posting episode already we don't need to do a shit posting episode you can just look at my twitter that's true I think I'm gonna need you to define shit posting because I thought you just made that up right now. No, it is. What it? What? It's that's basic, an actual term. It is an actual term. Everybody defines it a little bit different. Okay. but it's a lot of just like back on your bullshit tweets. Okay. <laughs> just like, being like, this is, this is a thing that I know is unimportant, but I'm gonna post it anyway. Oh yeah. Or this is my feelings. No one needed about a character oh, or yeah. a show. Or is that so? Like whenever I'm tweeting about the L train, that shit posting. 
No, that's anger posting usually. Okay. I would guess. Okay. I would assume. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's usually because I'm just like, move. Yeah. (laughs) It's 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 like like if I'm tweeting about fish set lists or something like that. Okay. Or like when at 3 a.m. you just like need to tell somebody your feelings about like your favorite relationship on Game of Thrones. Like a thing nobody needs. Needs to know. Thing nobody needs to know. But you got to get it out. You just got to say it. That nobody needs to know and is unimportant in the scheme of the world. But somehow cathartic oh yeah (laughs) just like the internet yes (laughs) so uh so yeah all that being said uh podcast over